Well, it's a great pleasure to, to welcome Sheila, Sheila Docker, who I've known for many years with regards to, uh, um, you know, to our, our daughters and their schooling, but also on a professional basis in sort of the last year where we've sort of been collaborating and doing bits of work together. And this is going to be one of the first of the interviews um, where I'm going to interview people, have a chat about their personal development and how they've been future-proofing themselves uh, over their careers. And yeah, just see where it takes us. Who knows what sort of conversations we're having. <laughs> um, so first of all, hello, Sheila. How are you doing? Hello, David. I'm really excited to be the first of your interviews. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, always, uh, always good to be a guinea pig on certain things. Absolutely. Try absolutely. these things out. Um, and as I said, I've got a whole list of other people um, that uh, I'm looking to do these. But if there's anybody out there that would like to feel they've got some... Uh, good ideas, messages to share, do get in contact on YouTube sites or just email me uh, through the usual process and we can set this up. So let's crack on. So the first let's thing I'd it. like to uh, just sort of say to Sheila is, well, you know, give us a very brief overview of your career in terms of what you've been doing and where you are now. Okay, okay. Well, obviously um, at our age, it's been quite a long career and uh, interspersed with lots of traveling and raising a family. Uh, I didn't go to university. I decided that uh, going to the Himalayas and Australasia was much more important to be doing 30 plus years ago. But hey, I still got you know, great experience and that certainly helped me shape what I was gonna be doing for the rest of my life. Um, I was really lucky actually, a lot of opportunities sort of came my way as in the right place at the right time. Certainly the amount of travel I did, because I went traveling for two years, um, I actually got jobs based on the fact that I had that spirit, adventurous spirit, and I had actually gone out there and been independent. So, um, so yes, the, the opportunities did seem to come my way, both, both in corporates, but also opportunities to start building my own businesses. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. So question I love asking people with, uh, with hindsight, um, if you'd known at the start of your career? I wish I had the confidence then I have now with regards to believing that I could do really what I wanted to do and not um, be told by the people that I wasn't good enough or get the old imposter syndrome going and saying, oh, who wants to, who'd want to um, have me doing that or doing that presentation, etc., etc. So um, I, when the kids were little, I mean, they're obviously now in their 20s, but when the kids were little, I'd always say, be what you want to be, do what you want to do, grab any opportunities, you know, if you, just, just be happy and confident and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. So is that sometimes that we're very good at giving other people advice, but we didn't take our own advice? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Didn't practice what I preach. Yeah. And also just based on that question and your answer, um, is it that perhaps you felt from, you know, from parents and schooling and education system and the process, as I call it, that, we didn't sort of go out and do what we wanted. Absolutely, absolutely. Maybe as parents now, we're more hands-on with our kids and we're more happy to share, but my parents were both working. My mother was a school teacher. My father was out on the road, I was a sales guy. But my school certainly didn't focus on career opportunities or what you needed to do to, to open those, open those um, dreams for you, you know. Um, I know we're going to cover something in a bit about um, 
what we, we may have wanted to do and things that we regret not doing, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, I always thought I was going to be a nurse because my, my aunt was a nurse. She was a, a sister in a children's hospital and every Christmas she'd be working and I'd go in with her. Yeah. Um, but that never happened. It just never happened. So, yeah. Okay. yeah so, so, there's lots of, sort of, oh. sorry, so there's lots of people that often sort of say, yeah, be your own self, go and do that, which I think we all get now. So I just want to go back to that bit, taking your own advice, because, I mean, as coaches, people in business, we're all very good at giving other people advice. But I think my question is to, to you, but to everyone watching this, do we then sort of go and look in the mirror and think, well, yeah, but do I take my own advice? Um, and perhaps that's an area that we could all perhaps learn from. I think the more, more you learn it in your different roles and, and your different work experiences, the more confidence obviously you will get and you'll see other people that you might go, do you know, yeah. I want to be doing what they're doing. But it yeah. is a case of looking at yourself and saying, well, okay, so what do I need to do yes. to get to that place? Um, yeah. you know, what have I not been doing to get to that place? Yeah. And it's okay. glaringly obvious. Yes, yeah. Okay, um, so the next question is, what is the best piece of advice that you've been given? Right. Well, there's been a, there's been a few bits. Um, four four main things stick out. Um, one of them was I remember somebody moaning about uh, oh that person's left early and the boss went I don't care whether it takes you two hours or twenty hours to get the work done just get it done. So in other words, that person may have worked really hard and got it done, whereas somebody else was just slacking. So that was, that's that's always remained in my mind. Um, one thing that you say quite often is if you can't change it, just leave it or something similar to that. So yes, don't, don't carry on worrying about things um, if you can't actually have an impact on them. Um, and I remember it was either last year or the year before, you and I had a one-on-one -on -one coaching session and uh, you said, okay, do a list, go away and do this list. You know, what, what do you think you're good at and what you're not good at and what would you like to be doing and what would you really not want to be doing? And that really opened up um, my eyes as well to think, okay, yeah, sometimes we don't have that choice in, in the work, working lives. Yeah. You know, sometimes you might have a job where it is really quite dull, um, but you, you, yeah, you don't have a choice about moving on. But certainly if you are looking to make changes, then you need to make that list um, because you don't need to carry on doing the same thing you've been doing over and over again. Yes. Uh, and there was, there was one other thing as well. Um, Oh, yes, yes. It was when I was working for a big corporate, actually. Well, it was quite entrepreneurial when I joined. It was Cisco Systems. Um, and when I joined, there was only 25 people in the UK. And when I left six years later, there was about 2,500, 3,000 people. Wow. So it grew massively. But when I joined, it was really entrepreneurial. And everybody throughout Europe knew each other, the globe as well. You know, everybody was involved in the same things. But you were told, if you see something that would really benefit the business, but it's outside your remit, just go and do it anyway. Just do it because if it benefits the business, then everybody's yeah. going to um, you know, benefit from that. Yeah, maybe speak to your manager or whatever, or your colleagues. But yeah, don't just go, well, that's not my job. I won't do it. Yes. Um, so yeah, grasp opportunities. Yeah, very much. So. Excellent. Okay. So there again, with hindsight, and perhaps if we could turn the clock back, um, anything you'd have done differently in your career looking back? I mentioned earlier about my aunt. Um, so... That was when I was a, you know, a little girl in my nurse's uniform going, going into hospital with her. But I always thought I was going to be um, working in that profession. And then I got yes. a bit lazy at, at school and didn't get the qualifications. And then when I came back from my two years traveling um, in my 20s, 
I thought, you know, what? I'd really like to be a paramedic because I'm very good in emergencies. I'm very hands on. It doesn't doesn't worry me at all. I can just get in there. Um, I'd like to be a paramedic and I'd like to be one of those people that goes to earthquake zones and things like that. It all sounds very glamorous. And I had just been backpacking. So I was obviously on a different planet to everybody else. But again, I didn't have the qualifications. I didn't have I mean, I could have probably do that, done their admin and that's it. So um, I guess maybe I shouldn't have been so complacent. Um, and I should have constantly been learning and picking up things as well as if it's not formal qualifications, but actually learning from people around you. And actually, and I know you talk about this a lot, um, about, you know, actually shadowing people and finding out what they're doing and why they're doing it that particular way. Yeah. And I have been lucky in some of my, my jobs that I have been given those opportunities and I've, I've been allowed to fly a bit. Um, but yes, I should have, I should have, Earlier in my career, I should, have, I should have committed to doing some studying and making some changes so that my career path was a little bit more obvious than just opportunities coming my way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is always there again, easy to do with hindsight. And sometimes, you know, what would you sort of say to people at the moment when they are perhaps thinking about doing extra education, extra courses? You know, do we get so busy in today's environment that we forget to sort of step back and reflect and think, well, what opportunities could that give give us? Exactly. Yeah. So don't just do go back to education because you think you need to work out why you're doing it. And is it something that is going to um, positively impact your personal life as well as your work life? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, through that period of time, do you feel that you created enough because obviously you know you've been very busy you've been running business you know obviously bringing up children and things and you know all the you know we're all in busy lives do you feel that you've reflected enough and sort of thought about which directions they're therefore to go in yes um more so over the last few years actually because i think that when the kids are growing up and you're working at the same time you just you just get on a bit of a um, hamster wheel and you just you're just doing stuff but then when you do get a time to reflect um, yeah. you know our family is now at a very different stage um, with regards to the kids are grown up and we can now make different choices you know whether we want to move away or whether we want to travel more um, but also personally you know what do I want to be doing for the next 5 10 15 years because I'm not going to be running around like a mad thing um, when I'm <laughs> yeah. five ten years older you know I want, I'd like to be doing something different something that gives me um, more interest and pleasure um, but also something that I'm good at so rather yes. than just doing it because you know I do marketing and yeah. business development so yeah. uh, yes it is time to make some changes and I've got I've got a very supportive husband and um, he's always he's always been behind me with regards to whatever choices I have made um, but yeah, it's time now for us to reflect ourselves about yes. where where we're going yeah. as a family. Yeah. yeah, brilliant, good stuff. Okay, so one of my favourite questions: What have you enjoyed most in your career? You know, what what sort of and that you're pleased that you've done? Right. Okay. Okay. Um, I like this question actually because, as you as you know, David, I've had some very challenging times um, over the last few years, but. Um, as I said earlier, I've, I've, a lot of opportunities have seemed to just come to me or I've just been in the right place or something else that I've done has enabled me to, to go in a particular direction. And one of those instances was 
I was in my late teens, I was working in London, I had a bit of a, a dull job, and this lady came in to teach me how to use a Xerox word processor, that's back in the day, um, and she saw something in me, and she introduced me to a company um, who then gave me my first marketing role. Wow. So again, it was, it was right place, right time, talk, the way you talk to people and engage with them. Um, so that was good, my time at Cisco was amazing. Um, like I said, it was started off with very entrepreneurial business that then grew into a corporate, uh, but there was lots of opportunities for me there to learn. They literally threw everything at you and, and gave everybody lots of learning opportunities, lots of travel. Um, I had a great boss, great colleagues. So yeah, that was probably one of my best times. And, um, and I left there because I was starting a family. Yes. And, then, and then I've run two businesses and they, they've had their successes and they've, they've also had problems like with the, um, I had a fabulous events management business where we were in Vegas and Barcelona and Monte Carlo, yeah, all these glamorous places yeah. doing fabulous events. Um, but we were hit by that last recession. Mm -hmm. So suddenly your, your clients aren't putting on events, they're making people redundant. And I think, you know, that, that, well, that did hit us big time. But you have to accept it because we weren't the only people um, that were going through that. Um, yes. And then the business I'm running at the moment, yeah, taking, taking a, um, an innovative green technology globally to market um, has been very exciting. Um, but again, you know, we've, we were, well, I was working a very different sector. So this was more engineering and uh, you know, manufacturing. So it's very yes. interesting. I learned a lot and it was exciting to be part of the growth of the business. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Um, and with regards to sort of learning and developing, obviously you've had, you know, different challenges in the career and business. Um, when you've been faced with those challenges, what did you learn most about yourself? Um, gosh, about myself, I've learned I'm actually very tenacious. <laughs> um, but I'm quite cautious as well, more so now because of some of those challenges I've gone through. I would say that um, I have potentially been caught out trying to live other people's dreams rather than my own. Yeah. And um, one important thing I have learned is that you have to acknowledge when it's time to get out. And, and I think a lot of us are guilty yes. of that. You know, you, you go on and on and on and sometimes it's time to get out. Um, and that you, you're not the only ones impacted by a recession um, and other, other things that are happening globally. Protect yourselves. Um, yes. And what, probably one of the biggest challenges and most challenging things I had to do is I had to go to court. I had to take people to court that had, had done criminal activity against um, us as a business and personally. So that was probably something I wouldn't have chosen to have done in my yeah. working life. But it teaches you, teaches you an awful yes. lot. Yeah. Okay. And that sort of links into, you know, perhaps the last question with regards to, you know, future proofing yourself. Um, obviously you've learned a lot, you've reflected, wish you'd have taken some of your, your own advice. Um, perhaps, you know, wish that you'd sort of gone out and explored other areas. Um, so what are you doing at the moment with regards to your, your, your next steps in future proofing yourself? That you're happy to share with us all. <laughs> um, oh, well, obviously, I'm still I'm still working on on my business as well. So, um, but alongside that, one thing that I haven't been doing is future proofing myself. And 
I've, I've been studying. Well, I've, I've had, um, over the last 10 years, I've actually had some um, health issues that have meant I've had to have operations and I, I haven't been particularly, uh, particularly well. Um, so these ailments have meant that I've had to change my lifestyle quite, quite dramatically, but easily, but it was, it was quite dramatic. So I've been living that way for the last, um, I'd say, eight years. And um, I'm doing a course on it. So I'm doing, I'm actually studying now to be a primal health coach and I'm halfway through the course. I'm absolutely loving it because I'm actually studying right. and learning stuff that is of interest to me already. And I see people all around me that are suffering with the same sort of ailments and the lifestyle choices that they're making. Mm -hmm. And if I'm able to, I'd like to help them. So um, I'm really enjoying that. I've also, um, I'm, I'm looking to volunteer and I've actually applied and I'm going through the process of being a voluntary first responder. Excellent. So I may be that sort of paramedic after all. So it's, it, you, yeah, so I've, I've applied for that. So that'd be really interesting and really exciting if I can get that as well. You just volunteer so many hours a month, but you get there before the paramedics do. So you, yeah. you go in and assess the situation. Etc. Et so, so yes, and then as a family, um, as I said earlier, we're entering a new phase in our lives, and um, we're going to be doing some future-proofing um, for ourselves as well. Yeah, you know, start doing some travelling and having some fun, and you know, just uh, making some changes, David. Yes. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Okay. So, and I think that's quite important, and we can all learn from that in terms of you know creating that thinking time, making decisions um and yeah deciding what we can control and also having fo following things you've got a passion for um yes. I've just yeah. you know i'm often talking at uh, uh, at schools with young adults and they're not really sure which direction to go in their careers and i think when we get mid-career and sort of some of us towards the end of our careers that we want to have changes and then again we're not sure which direction to go and i i quite often say to people yeah but what do you enjoy what's your passion mm. um mm. You know, because when we do finally ever get to our retirement age, whenever that may be, do you really mm. want to look back at your retirement party and go, cool, I'm glad I spent all those years not enjoying myself. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes I think it is important that we do, yeah, you know, follow that passion and what is it that makes us happy and what we enjoy. And um, yes. but being aware of that um, as we go. So, okay, brilliant. All right, well, thank you very much for your time. Um, and as we said at the start of this, uh, this uh, talk, it's going to be the first of many interviews. Um, so if there's anybody out there that do, does, uh, would like to be interviewed about their career, and I can send you the questions and um, we can help each other out in delivering this. But it's been fascinating to hear your, your story and your journey. And uh, good luck with the rest of your future proofing plans. And, Thank you. Uh, look forward to catching up and uh, finding out how they all go in the future. So thanks again, Sheila, for your time. Much appreciated. No, good to see you, David. Thank you Bye. very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.